0: Welcome to Spiritual Grit, the podcast where we talk real talk about spirituality through the lens of activism and social justice. What happens when activism and spiritual practices collide? What sparks of change call for the grit we need to create meaningful strides in social justice? I'm your host, Leslie Ann Hobayan, poet, priestess, activist, professor, hip hop dancer, and badass mama. Join me as we dive in to learn more about our deepest selves so that we can be better ancestors to create a stellar world for our descendants. Grab your dancing shoes and let's get groovy with the grit right now. Hello loves. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Grit. Yeah. So listen. I am recording this in my car, which I don't know if I should be admitting that or not, <laughs> but you know, life of a mom on the go, who's got multiple hats to wear, multiple jobs and a business to run. You got to do the things where you can do them. Am I right? So that said, I'm going to tell you that the sound quality might not be so great, but you know, message still remains the same that you are beautiful. You're loved. You're freaking awesome. Um, and that I do not have my Hafez book with me, which kind of bums me out because I like using him to invoke some kind of presence into the spiritual realm um, to connect beyond our physical bodies, but it's okay. We're going to make do with what we got because that is actually one of the lessons I want to talk about for today's episode. Um, So as you know from my previous episode, I am moving and moving is a process. It's not just it happens in a day and voila, you are settled into your new place, which I know for some that might happen. You know, you get you hire some movers. They box everything up for you. In that day, they load it up onto this big, gigantic 16-wheel truck, and then they take the truck to your new location. They unload it for you, and then they say, peace out. And then you are left with <laughs> organizing everything, setting it up, unboxing the things, discovering things that you forgot that you had. Um, and that is, I guess, the, the picturesque um, process of moving. Uh, the 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 TV show version of moving, <laughs> for me it's a little different. Um, my new place isn't ready until this week, so um, in the interim I've been crushing at my mom's, and it's been uh, quite an experience. Um, kind of interesting to witness myself <laughs> uh, when you when you meditate and um, you have a regular meditation practice, and you continually work on your spiritual evolution, you become well-versed in observing yourself from the outside of whatever is actually happening. So I've been witnessing myself as far as my interactions with my parents and um, just noticing uh, some old patterns coming up, but also paying attention to the new ones, to paying attention um, to noticing the old patterns, but then having that presence of mind, having that growth that I have in my spiritual journey to say, oh, I notice that I am doing this old habit. Let me shift. Let me either shift my response. Let me shift my action. Let me shift my behavior. Um, let me shift the meaning that I am a- attaching to like, however my parents are behaving or whatever they're saying. Um, and it's been quite Uh, an experience uh, quite a learning experience for me as I exist in this in-between space which is actually nothing new for me being part of the diaspora you know that that third culture of being the child of immigrants and not fully belonging here in the U.S. not feeling wholly at home here but also not belonging or feeling at home in the country my parents immigrated from um and a lot of a lot of children of immigrants relate to this they know that feeling of in-betweenness where you are american but not quite um i know for a lot of asian communities maybe for for a lot of you know immigrant communities (laughs) when they say american they usually mean white people and i think it's so funny um because i um I, <laughs> I have this i have this landlord you know i'm moving i'm moving into a rental and i have this landlord he's um he's indian he's an immigrant from india and he's just he cracks me up um, I can tell that we're, we're going to get along, but he was talking about uh, a previous tenant, like, I guess two tenants ago or whatever. And he goes, Oh yeah, they were a very nice American family. And I cracked up because I knew he meant what they were a white family. Um, meanwhile, in my head, I'm thinking like, wait, I'm, I'm American. I was born and raised here. I talk like, you know, American English and have, you know, this sensibility around what American, American culture is. Um, so yeah, so, that, so, that's, so that's, that's just an interesting side note to me. Um, but living in this space of in-betweenness is something that I'm very familiar with, that I am um, well-versed in, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm always comfortable in it. So what I've, I've done is I've changed my relationship with that in-betweenness. I've changed my Meanings that I attach to it, I mean, it feels like a floaty thing, you know, like I don't feel quite grounded i I don't feel like I belong, so to speak, um in terms of like my place of residence, and so i've I've been noticing how I interact with the space that I'm in, which is the space where I grew up um and what I notice is that, well, for one, I was able to show my kids um, some old photo albums from when I was in high school. I was very into making um, scrapbooks from photo albums. Before the scrapbook thing really took off, before there was a Michaels, I had those um, photo albums that had the sticky pages and then that clear, like, layer of plastic that went over it to protect the the photos. You know what I'm talking about, like the sticky bottom like the sticky page and then you stick your photo on there and then you lay over that plastic to to protect it. But I didn't just stick the photos in the photo album. I cut out like magazine letters and images and really tried to tell stories with the pictures. You know, I even sometimes would just write the caption on like a sticky note and cut it out and, and put it at an angle on on the photo. Um, so, so yeah, even then I was (laughs) telling stories now that I'm talking about it and my kids loved it. They were like, Oh my God, I want to create a photo album. I want to do this. So, you know, um, there is something to be said about staying in your childhood home with your kids and, and for them to see who you were before becoming a mom, like who you were, when they when you were their age um it was really cool to witness that um but also just to notice how this space of home the that i grew up in felt like a good landing place, even a temporary landing place. I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm like in my parents' house and I'm going to feel claustrophobic or whatever. It was more like, okay, here's a place for me to land. Here's a place in this floaty in between space of like moving out of my house and then moving into um, another home. You know, there's, there's time between those. And so to have my parents' house as a place to, park temporarily to like, you know, just put my toothbrush somewhere to lay my head down for, for rest at night for sleep. Um, it felt good just to have that, um, familiarity of being in my childhood home and to feel taken care of, to feel like I landed in a nest, you know, my mom loved my mom to death. And, um, (laughs) even though there were a few moments this past week where I was like, okay, ma, you know, like, I got it. I know you're concerned for me. I know your advice is coming from a really, you know, place of care and love and worry. Um, But, you know, we, we have differing opinions on how to address this particular um, problem that came up that she wanted to talk about. Um, But, you know, I love her to death and she is so nurturing and so caring. Like, even though her health is not 100%, it's not where it was um, before she she almost died, um, she still finds a way. She, she's very resilient and fierce and like, you know, like, no bullshit. She's just like, I'm going to take care of mine. You know, I'm going to take care of my family and my people. And even if it means that I am, you know, out of breath when I move, I'm going to move anyway. Um, so yeah, so she really, you know, takes, takes care of, of me and my kids. And it's been so nurturing to, to land in this, in this spot that is within the in-between spaces, right? And so as I'm talking about this and telling you this story of what's happening in my personal life, I want to use that as an example of how we can move through these uncertain times and find places to land these uncertain times of in-betweenness we don't know what's going on on the other side of pandemic you know yeah covid is here right and pandemic state is still going on but you know a lot of the the reports i'm seeing is that that we might start to see this pandemic shift to an endemic which means that every the the cases of covid the um Infection rates and stuff are going to be largely localized, um, but I, you know, we'll see. And we we live in this uncertainty with this virus that that mutates in ways that are not predictable, and so it feels very much this this in between space, this floating space. And we've been in it for a while. And I know that there are people out there um, who are struggling. There's a lot of people struggling, and um, and this is not to say that I'm exempt from that. Um, I've had my moments too, but I know that there are people who don't have the tools that I have that are really having a hard time holding on, looking for the quote unquote normal, looking for the other side of this, this in betweenness of this weird floaty space of change. You know, when are we going to land? Where are we going to land? What is that going to look like? Um, we don't have answers to that. And so what do we, what do we do? We can turn to our spiritual practices. We can turn to an inquiry within, you know, we only have control over who we are being, right. And how we respond to the external stuff. We can only control how we are in relationship with ourselves deep within. And so, yes, we have to do the things of this physical world, like pay the bills and do laundry and you know, nourish ourselves, eat, you know, sleep, you know, we have to do those things. Yes. But can we also move in such a way that it feels supportive to our physical bodies, to our nervous system? Can we find a place to land so that we can feel grounded so that we can get some restorative time? get some time to rest and recharge and nourish ourselves, you know, and it might feel hard. um, But how can we create those spaces for ourselves? Do we need someone to help us out with, you know, chores or our kids or whatever it is? Um, Do we need someone to take care of us to cook food for us? And if the answer is yes, then Are you able to ask for that help? Are you able to ask for that support? You know, I, last episode, I talked about um, how much support I had in moving all of that stuff out of my house. Right. And how great it felt to get that kind of support. Can you get that support? Can you create that support? Can you ask? And if you can't investigate, look into why, you know, I know for myself, I used to be that way. I should, I used to be like, nope, don't, I don't need help. I don't need help. I got it. I got it. And a lot of that is, is conditioning and training that I received. A lot of us receive that we are to be self-reliant. And if we're not self-reliant, then it means we're weak. And if we're weak, then it means we don't have, we don't stand a chance surviving in the world. Right. So we got Darwin's like, what is it? Survival of the fittest. Right. And so there's this, this conditioning. And in order to survive, we need to hustle. But what if we change that? What if we, what if we changed how we were being? What if we deprogrammed, you know, undid, unlearned all that conditioning and imagined and created something else? You know, at the time of this recording, I, it's the new moon, um, in Aquarius, which is like amazing. Um, Aquarius is known as the sign that messes everything up. Okay. That's not, that's not accurate. Let me, let me rephrase that. Aquarius is the sign in which action is taken to burn down the structures in place and create something entirely new, you know, to take the paradigm and just say, you know what, we're done with this. We're going to tear it down and let's just, you know, build something new, totally different. Let's use our imagination. We'll create something amazing. That's never been seen before. And it will be freaking awesome. Um, so new moon, like new start and the lunar new year is upon us. And so there's all of this newness. There is this opening, this portal for a fresh start. And so with that fresh start is this energy to, to tear down the systems that don't serve us and to create something that does. So ask yourself, what can you create now to take advantage of this, this clean, new, fresh start, this energy that's inviting you to support yourself, to create that nourishment that you need, that nest, that landing place that you need during this time of transition, during this time of uncertainty. Um, you know, it could be a book. You know, it could be just this one book that you resonate with that you're like, oh my God, I feel so seen. I see this, like, let's say it's a novel. I see this character going through something similar that I'm going through. And that character made it through. It totally wasn't the solution I thought it was going to be, but that character did it. And so maybe I can do something different that will create the support I need, the help that I need, the life that I want. Um, Yeah, it's, it's just really... A matter of taking a deep look at what's going on within, taking inventory and seeing, okay, where are my old patterns, my old habits that are holding me back? Where are they coming from? What's their origin? What's their root? Can I take a look at that and address it and say, hey, you know what? You've served your purpose and you've completed your, your purpose. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna release you so that I can invite some new patterns in some new behaviors that support where I am now, because the old stuff, the old thinking, the old behaviors, like, you know, thinking about circling back to being in my mom's house, the old patterns of me living in, in living small, first of all, like I shrink, you know, when I was younger, when I was growing up, it was like, I, I, I made myself as small as possible because I knew that it wasn't safe for me to be fully myself. Um, and so that shrinking pattern, that shrinking behavior served me at that time to keep me safe from being seen. Because when I was seen, it was never good. It was never a good thing. It was like, I was always in trouble for something. Um, I wasn't a bad kid. It's just that I didn't fit the mold that my parents had wanted me to, to fill. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's a common story. And so when I, um, did some healing work and I noticed this pattern about myself, this pattern of keeping myself small or shrinking. I had a conversation with it as if it were like a persona, like my shadow self, And said, hey, you know what? Thank you for keeping me safe when I was a kid. Thank you for protecting me. But now I'm an adult and now my circumstances are different. Now I am a different person. I am being a different person. I live now, I don't live in my parents' house, you know. I mean, technically I do, but at the time that I was doing this work, you know, I wasn't living at my parents' house. And I was an adult who could make choices that kept my whole self, including my inner child self safe. And so I was able to release that old pattern of shrinking and invite the new pattern of expansion, of taking up space, of being fully who I am while also feeling safe in doing that. And that was a freaking amazing like feat of healing. It's just like talking about it, thinking about it is like, whew, wow, I had no idea the, the extent of that, like how much I had limited myself, how expansive I can actually be. A lot of us underestimate or have no clue as far as how big we are, how energetically spacious we are. We can take up space and it is a beautiful thing. It is safe to take up space. It is safe to be seen. It is safe to be heard. It is safe to be you. And and so that is what I invite you to, to look at, is to see how you are being in this in-between time, in this in-between space, and... Can you create a little landing pad for yourself? You know, you don't necessarily have to go home to mom and dad. I mean, if that feels good, cool, you know, but can you be your own parent? Can you provide that nurturing nesting space for yourself? I think you can. I think you can. If you need help, if you need support, of course, there are folks around you who can do that? Um, just ask. And if you're sitting there listening to this and you're like, no, you know, really, I actually don't. I I'm like on this journey, this spiritual journey of, of healing and and growth. And, and I'm surrounded by people who don't support me, who, you know, think I'm crazy or think I'm just like this weird woo woo person. Um, if that's the case for you, just reach out to me. I'll be your person. I'll be your, you know, like cheerleader and, and support and stuff. Uh, yeah, just, you know, send me an email. Uh, send me a DM on Instagram. And I will do what I can to, to support you from from the, the digital spaces. But the the real crux of this episode, of this message is that you have the power to create the life that you want, to create the landing pad, the nest, the nourishment that you need for this in-between time. And to trust, and this is this is the tricky part, is the trust, right? It's trust in self, it's trust in the universe, to trust that what comes next will be so freaking fantastic. I think about how I'll be moving into my new place and I'll admit, you know, the other, the other night I was like, I was, I was like, whoa, I'm going to be in this new space with new neighbors and a totally new environment that I'm not used to. Um, and whoa, you know, like, it's both exciting, but also I felt a little bit sad because I had, I had closed that chapter, that previous chapter of my life. I'm still kind of closing it. I mean, moving is a process, right? But there is this, this sort of, um, not a longing, but more of a, maybe a nostalgia for that life that I used to know that was comfortable, that was happy, that um had so much joy and so much memory and and now i've that that part of my life has has come has run its course you know has come to completion like the old habits of shrinking that has served its purpose and now i am moving forward into the things that do nourish me and this new space i'm looking forward to creating it and making it my own And having that to be my nest, to be the place where I can stay grounded and rooted into who I am and who I'm being. But it's not there yet. You know, it's still very new. It's a it's a blank canvas. It's it's exciting, but also like like, whoa, really? I'm going to be responsible for what? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It feels like I am like 22 again, moving out of my parents' house into the big city on my own, like that whole thing. It's really exciting and cool and like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Um, But that's the energy I invite you to create, to take in as we move through this I don't want to call it a weird time because it's been almost two years, right? So if we're not used to it by now, well, we're really resisting that this is the new normal. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just wanted to offer this to you, to to think about transitions, to think about this in-between space. There's so much possibility in the floating around. Like, who do you want to be? You could be anything you want, you know? You could do anything you want and just follow that, you know? Follow the guidance from your intuition. Follow the guidance from your spiritual guides. Check in with the body. The body is where where the the answers lie. When you're faced with indecision and you need to make a decision, check in with the body. Make a declarative statement. Say, you know what? I'm going to do this. And if your body contracts, you're like, oh, yeah, no, not going to do that. You can make the opposite statement and see if your body opens up, if it expands. So much goodness here, my friends. Um, So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't have my usual rituals to open and close the episode. So um, I guess what I'll do is wish you well. Uh, Next week, I am definitely planning on having Hafez come back into the space. I'm sure Hafez is around. I kind of feel his spirit here. Um, And we will... Maybe feel a little closer to the other side of this in-between space, of this transformational portal. Maybe. No guarantees. Nothing's guaranteed. Live for now, in this moment. Take a deep breath. Love the people you love. Tell them you love them often. Even if they're like, I know, I know, I know. No, just keep telling them. Remind them always. It's so good to hear. It feels so good to hear, to be seen, to just like have that confirmation that that you're loved. Oh, so good. So do that. Eat good food. Hydrate. And until next time, my friends, the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Namaste. If you're feeling like fighting the good fight is bringing you down and hope is starting to fade grab my free seven-day meditative challenge spark joy in chaos by signing up for my newsletter which will be more light to your inbox go to SuryaGeon.com slash subscribe